I would invite you to ask the question of what if. And I feel like those are two of the most incredible words that you can use when you are wanting to change your life, when you are wanting to invite in the things that you want, is this idea of what if. What if I started a podcast? What if I took this course? What if I could do the things that I want to do? And, you know, oftentimes I think that we get stuck in this idea of like, oh, other people can do this, but not me. And I would invite you to ask yourself the question, why not me? Welcome to A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. This podcast is a place of exploration to learn and grow from each other on the journey to becoming our best selves. My own journey has taken me from a decade-long corporate finance career to living in my dharma as a self-love coach. I help people move from an unfulfilled career to following their dharma into a meaningful and aligned career and life. Now let's dive into today's show. Welcome to this very special episode of A Way of Thinking. This episode marks the one-year anniversary of A Way of Thinking podcast, and I'm so excited to have reached this big milestone. You know, they say that most podcasts barely make it to 10 episodes. A lot of them fade out by episode 7. And so this is the 22nd episode of A Way of Thinking podcast, and Wow, it's pretty incredible to think that we're still going, we're still here. And I want to take a moment and really, first off, celebrate, you know, take a moment to celebrate the this big milestone. And I want to invite you to celebrate anything that is going on in your life that is worth celebrating, because I don't think that we celebrate ourselves enough. And we're, we're always doing incredible things and not giving ourselves enough credit for it. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I would love for you to take a moment and celebrate you for all the incredible things that you do. And so today is all about celebrations and it's all about reflections. So I am so excited to be celebrating this anniversary one whole year of this podcast And I love to take this time whenever there's kind of a point in time that these nice little designations, I do this kind of at year end. I often do it for my birthday, as in right now. And I love to kind of take a look back and think of where was I, who was I a year ago, and and what has transpired over the course of a year. You know, it's not that it's enough time where usually a lot of things have happened And it's great to kind of do those kind of lookbacks and really gain the lessons that have come out of the last year. And so today's episode is all about the lessons that I've learned over the last year. And I invite you to really think about these lessons and, and how you can maybe incorporate these ideas into your life. And so I'll get into that into each one of them. The first one that I want to talk about is courage. And courage is interesting because I remember years ago, 
I was doing this exercise in uh, a course and it was what are two kind of two things that you want to really embody that you don't feel like you have right now. And my words were courage and resilience. And I feel like both of those have really come up for me. And especially in the last few years as things that as you know, all these big life events have come up and all these big changes have happened. I've really had to step in to embodying courage and resilience. And I feel like courage has been so important. It is really a practice. It is really something that I think has come up over and over again, where it's like, it is that constant effort to take another step forward to keep moving forward in the in this journey towards creating what I want my life to be. I've spent a lot of time really, I guess, dialing into courage. And the other thing I want to mention is that with the podcast, it has really been a huge piece of me really exercising courage. It, it was really scary for me when I started this podcast where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, am I any good at this? You know, there's so much self-doubt. I think that comes up when you're starting something new. And it takes a lot of courage to just be like, I'm still going to keep going. I'm still going to try. Even when those voices in my head sometimes will say something that isn't so friendly and I have to kind of move forward, you know, keep taking those steps forward and keep trying and keep going after and knowing I'm getting better over time. And one of the things recently was that I've started really doing more solo episodes and sharing more of the things I've been learning and the journey that I've been on. And and that has been really scary. And it's funny because that was actually a big part of my intention when I started this podcast. And then I, I got kind of too scared to do it. And so it took me time to really work up the courage to be like, I have something worth sharing. You know, I want to bring that into this platform that I've created. And so it's it's been a real journey of courage, I feel like, especially as this in this last year, it's really been a critical part of it. And so if you're working on courage, what I would say is I would invite you to ask the question of what if. And I feel like those are two of the most incredible words that you can use when you are wanting to change your life, when you are wanting to invite in the things that you want, is this idea of what if. What if I started a podcast? What if I took this course? What if I could do the things that I want to do? And, you know, oftentimes I think that we get stuck in this idea of like, oh, other people can do this, but not me. And I would invite you to ask yourself the question, why not me? You know, I think that we all have more, way more courage than we realize. And it is this untapped resource that you can always pull from. So I invite you by asking the question, why not you? And what is it that you are dreaming of that you would love to invite into your life? So courage is such an incredible skill, I guess it would be. Yeah, it's such an incredible skill. 
And I know you can do it. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is surrender. And this one has definitely been coming up for me a lot in the last year. I feel like surrender has been like a big, I wrote it down at one point as like the word that I was like really honing into and I, it just keeps coming back. And it's interesting because I, coming from my corporate finance background, I was very much in tune to this idea of you got to really work hard. You got to really strive. You got to push in order to get anything that you want. And, and it was this very, very uh, masculine energy. And I think that that is, especially living in New York City, that is definitely kind of, we lean heavily into that masculine energy, that striving, that pushing. And I have been playing around with this movement of trying to invite more of the feminine energy into what I do. And how can I actually be a little softer in what I'm doing and especially being softer on myself, but also just like releasing a little bit of that pressure that like in order for anything to happen, it has to be so much pushing and striving. And can it be a little more of allowing and inviting and, and creating the space for these things to come into my life, but not having it be so much pressure and be so much just heaviness right? So surrender to me has really been around this idea of trusting the timing of things, trusting that the world is working for you, that that the things that are happening in your life are coming in for you, instead of thinking that everything's against you, that you have to create everything single-handedly. I, I like to think that I, I don't remember where I heard this. It probably was from something I was listening to, but it was this idea that you take one step forward and the universe takes one step um, towards you too. And so it's it's like a delicate balance, right? We're not sitting down like saying like, oh, well, everything's just going to come to me and I don't need to try. That's not the idea. But it is this delicate balance between saying that I'm going to do put forth the effort to move forward and move in the direction of what I want, but also inviting in the idea that the things that that what you are seeking is seeking you. This was a, a quote from Rumi that I wrote in my journal recently, and I love that idea. Like what you seek is seeking you. I feel like that is surrender. It is it is believing that as you are looking for the things to come into your life, that they are looking for you too. And it is this kind of delicate balance, right? As I said earlier, and it is not that you have to, that it has to come 100% from you. And so it is just releasing a little bit of the pressure off yourself and having this kind of balance of, of the, the feminine and masculine energy. And so if you are wanting to kind of play around with this idea, I would invite you to, to think about this idea of like, what if everything will work out for the best? And what if, yeah, what if all the best is coming in, regardless of whether or not you are stressing yourself out? 
you know, stress and anxiety is interesting because I like to think of it as we're almost causing ourselves to, we're unnecessarily causing ourselves to suffer, right? And the idea is that no matter what we do, like things are going to unfold as they will. And I, and not having to put so much pressure on trying to control everything. And I feel like that, that's the biggest element of surrender, right? Is releasing a little bit of your control because at the end of the day, you don't have full control. And, and I think that's a really hard lesson because I think we all really, really want to be able to control everything and surrender is all about letting go a little bit of that control and and just believing that the best is going to happen, that everything happens for the best and letting go of needing to, to try and control everything because at the end of the day, you can't actually control everything. So that, that's been a really heavy lesson for me. And I feel like it's one that is constantly evolving and, and it's, it's a perpetual kind of letting go and noticing when I'm getting too fixed and too trying to control everything and, and kind of taking my foot off the gas a little bit and saying, let me invite in some surrender the next topic I want to talk about is community. And community has just become so important to me. I realized when I moved back into New York, I was really scared because I was like, I don't really have too many friends here and I'm not sure what I'm walking into. And then I started to put myself in the places that I thought maybe I could meet some, some people that would be like-minded and it's just been such an incredible journey because I've been meeting so many amazing people who are so incredibly like-minded and, and we really support each other and, you know, help each other move forward in this crazy journey of life. And that has been so amazing, you know, being around people, they're also very much uh, focused on personal development and growing and becoming our best selves. Like that has been such a gift. And, and I think it's so important to do that because at the end of the day, like you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I really do believe that. And I see that, right. Because it's like, we're constantly influencing each other and, and so it's really important to, to take note of who you are, who is around you, who are you spending the most time with, because they are shaping you into the next version of yourself. And I also think that it is super important to have people that really support you in what you are doing. And especially in the journey of, you know, following your dharma, of creating the life that you really want. It is a hard journey sometimes, you know, sometimes there are moments where you're wondering, is this working? Should I keep going? And, and it is so important to have people around you that really support you in that journey, who are really going to say, yes, I, you know, we, we've talked so much about this. I believe in you. I see your vision. 
And, you know, it's, it is so important for you to believe in yourself. I think that is certainly very true, but it is also very important to have people that kind of surround sound that message back to you. Because at the end of the day, there are always going to be moments where you need that little boost, you know, you need someone to kind of give you that nudge back on your path. And so having that support system is so critical. I look around me now and I'm, I think my friends are a huge part of they they are my inspiration. They are the re, they are a huge reason why I'm still doing what I'm doing. And I am so incredibly grateful for all of them. And so I would say if you don't feel like you have people that are encouraging you, that are supporting you in whatever it is that you're doing, then I would invite you to go look for that. So put yourself into uh, going out and doing events and activities where you think that there are people that are like you. I would encourage you to, to tap in a little bit to your courage and start a conversation with someone there. You know, sometimes we can, I remember I would go to yoga for many, many years and I didn't know anyone, right? I would go there, I would do my class and I would leave. And now it's like, I go to to Dharma Yoga Center and it's like, I can't leave because I am just like chatting with everyone. But, but I feel like that community element is so important and I absolutely love it. And so I think it's really important to, to start those conversations, take a little bit of courage and, and you never know what will happen. And, you know, it might not work out every single time, but I feel like just starting that ball rolling of putting yourself into that the places where there are like-minded people is really important and it will invite in the right people who will see you for who you are and see you for the things that you want to become, right? Of that those spaces that you are that you want to embody. So I feel like community is such an important part of this journey. So I hope that you either have people in your life like that or that you can take a step forward into finding your community. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is forgiveness. And this has been a really tough lesson for me, even just recently, I feel like, because Forgiveness is so interesting. I like to think of forgiveness as a gift that you give yourself. Because oftentimes we might be holding on to these kind of feelings and, you know, you might be holding on to anger or sadness and all these heavy emotions towards either someone or something that happened, right? And it's interesting because I like to think of it as Oftentimes, the reason why we're really holding on to that anger or that sadness or whatever case may be, it actually has less to do with the other person or the situation that you're in. And it has a lot more to do with the harboring of feelings that we have towards ourselves. And so it's it's oftentimes that we are sitting on something and and really hurting ourselves, right? We're, I mean, at the end of the day, you holding on to that grudge or that anger is not actually impacting the other person. It is only impacting yourself. And that's why forgiveness is such a powerful gift. I like to think about this idea of like, 
what is it that I am holding uh, against this version of myself? You know, what what is it that I am sitting on that is towards the past version of me? Because that's usually where you can start to unlock forgiveness. And I, I love this idea. I did this recently about my past breakup, actually, where I actually took a lot some time to journal on the lessons that I learned and how I felt about my part in, in what had happened and the breakup and everything. And, and then I wrote a letter to myself afterwards. And so I would invite you, if you are sitting on some heavy emotions towards something that you are still hanging on to, and obviously this takes time. And I would say, give yourself that time before you do this exercise. But I think it's really powerful because the ability to really write out your thoughts, I feel like that helps you really process what you're going through and invite in the ability to let it go. And it takes time. And I would say, of course, there's many instances where I think that we need support around us in order to forgive. And maybe that is the help of a professional, like a therapist, or, you know, talking it out with a friend or, or just journaling it. But I feel like oftentimes when we're really harboring these feelings, there is a certain amount of needing to like let it out in some format in order to process those emotions and process those feelings. So I invite you to to take the time you need, but also take the time to to be able to let it out. Otherwise, you are the one suffering from holding on to these these emotions. And and I think forgiveness is such a powerful, powerful gift that you can give yourself. And the fifth lesson I want to talk about today is compassion. And compassion is so important. I feel like it is, it's interesting because oftentimes the hardest person that is to show compassion to is ourselves. And I, I think this is why I've learned how important this is because it is a lesson that I feel like I'm really learning over and over and over again. And it's just so important because having compassion for yourself is really a skill And I know that for so long, I did not have a lot of compassion for myself at all. And, you know, there's still some times where I'm struggling with it. And I feel like even just recently, I had to relearn this lesson all over again, where I was really striving a little too hard, like pushing myself too hard. And, and it was kind of ripple affecting, right? Where it was like, I would work too late and then I would eat too late and then I would go to bed too late and I wouldn't sleep enough. And I had to take a step back and realize like, this is not the life that I want to be creating for myself. And, and it was, how can I actually show myself compassion and how can I actually take time for myself and allow myself to, to breathe a little bit? Because it's it's easy to get caught up in all the 
the doing and pushing and striving sometimes, right? And so compassion has been a critical, critical thing for me that I am constantly learning more and more about how to show compassion to myself and to others. And I want to emphasize this idea that oftentimes we think that in order to achieve our goals, we have to be really hard on ourselves. And I think that this is, again, that kind of masculine energy, that idea of like we have to push ourselves to the edge and we need to apply all this pressure to ourselves and be really, really hard on ourselves in order to do anything. And if I'm nice to myself, like I won't do anything. And I've really had to to let go of that idea because it was so ingrained in me, right? Like my entire corporate career, I functioned that way. I functioned in this space of like being my own worst enemy. You know, I was incredibly mean to myself all the time. And I would, you know, it's like if something went wrong, I would double down on the wrong, right? And so it's again, this idea of like, you're almost, you're suffering twice. You're suffering from something going wrong. And then you're suffering again from you, from you beating yourself up over what went wrong. And so it's been interesting over the last year because I've really been taking this whole idea around how can I invite more self-compassion and what does it look like if I'm not hard on myself, if things aren't going according to plan, quote unquote, it's really fascinating because it's like the things still happen, right? Like life still continues moving on. Like you're still working towards the things, but I'm not crushing myself by it. And I'm not telling myself how bad of a job I'm doing all the time because that's not actually motivating. We tell ourselves that's motivating, but it's really not. And to be actually a supporter of yourself is a much better feeling. And it also, I feel like it's honestly, it's this idea of instead of pushing yourself forward, you're being pulled towards what you want because you're looking at the beauty of what it is that you are moving towards and is creating this vision for yourself of what it is that you want for your life and allowing it to pull you towards it right? And I love this idea because it is, it is so important for us to be kind to ourselves. Like the relationship that we have with ourselves is the longest relationship that you will have. And it is the most important one. And I just think it's so important to be a little bit kinder to ourselves. No matter what we do, life is going to throw us challenges and obstacles all the time. And instead of punishing ourselves for those circumstances, it's like, how can we invite a little more kindness towards ourselves in, in how hard we're working and how, how much effort we're putting in, in overcoming our obstacles, in creating the things that we want in this world, of doing the things the hard things that allow us to learn and grow. And so I I invite you to really give yourself more credit, first off, for all the incredible things that you are doing in the past, in the present, and in the future. 
and and really take some time to to appreciate yourself. I'm certain that you are working so hard and and it is so important to give ourselves that credit and give ourselves the compassion especially through the hard times. And that that I feel like has been the greatest lesson that I've been having over the last few years especially. It's like life sometimes knocks you down and you get to be in your own corner to pull yourself back up. And that is the greatest thing gift that you can give yourself. So let's talk about this in a smaller capacity. But if you right now are someone who is really being really, really hard on yourself and if you are doing too much right now, I would invite you to take a little bit of the pressure off yourself and really carve out some time for you and do something that you love or something that would just bring you simple joy. You know, the other night I was, I had a moment where I was like, you know, I'm not going to do the million things on my to-do list right now. Instead, I'm going to take some time and do some painting right now because that brings me joy, you know, and it's, it's so important to, to take some time out for ourselves. In the massive list of our to-do list, it's like, where do you get to fit into your to-do list? Where do you get to take up a little bit of space? And it doesn't have to be a lot of space, you know, even 10 minutes where you're like, this 10 minutes is just for me to do whatever it is that I want to do. I feel like that is so incredibly important because it is so easy for us to put, block off that time for ourselves and then cover it up with another to-do or something else for someone else. And so I would say take a little time for yourself. And I hope maybe after listening to this, you can carve out some time sometime in your next week and make that designated you time to do something that just brings you pure joy. So that is it. I mean, there's been a million other lessons. I had to kind of narrow it down to the top five, which was hard because I feel like, you know, every day is a constant learning and it is the most beautiful journey. So I hope that this is helpful and I invite you to, to take some time to think about these five lessons. So courage, surrender, community, forgiveness and compassion. So where can you invite one of these five lessons into your life? Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode and listening to A Way of Thinking. And I am so happy to have made it through one year of providing this beautiful content to you. And I hope to continue on for many, many more years. So thank you again so much for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of A Way of Thinking. If you love this episode, please hit the follow button and share this episode with a friend. I hope some of the beautiful wisdom shared today resonates with you and perhaps creates some change in your way of thinking. If you are looking for support in your journey, book a free dream job discovery session with me. Take the first step into following your dharma by clicking the link in the show notes. Remember that I believe in you and I am so excited for the day that you believe in you too. 
Let's continue learning and growing together.